Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And this is I'm Trying My Best. Okay, it is Monday night. We, one day we'll record more in advance and be more prepared, but. We'll get our stuff together. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving. And this is a topic that we had on our list of topics before we even launched the podcast. But because of this last week's events, it's taking a different turn. But um, before we get into that, we got to do our what made us cry this week. Things that made me cry. <laughs> Things that made me cry. Okay, we'll make we're, it we're working on it. We're working on it. Okay, um, you go first. Okay, so what made me cry? And I actually, I think I Marco Poloed you after this, but I finished Shit's Creek, so I watched the finale. I haven't finished it yet. Oh well, get some tissues. No, don't, First of all. don't spoil anything. I think like it's no like anytime a series is ending, I cry, right? And yeah. then also it's just emotional. Anyway, so the finale made me cry, and then I watched the uh, best wishes, best best wishes, warmest regards, like the behind the scenes. behind the scenes. I've seen clips of that. Yeah, isn't that what I? Yeah, the farewell. And I didn't just a little bit cry. I was heaving and sobbing on my couch while Ruby napped because it, it's just such a good show. And I just really like all the people. And I, like, they became this little family. Anyway, I cried. I think one of the I coolest things cried. about that show, and this is a clip I saw from, I'm pretty sure from that, or maybe it was from something else. Which is about how Daniel Levy, when he mm-hmm. like was preparing to write, create the show, he said like there will be no homophobia on Schitt's Creek. Yeah. And I was a few seasons in when I saw that clip and I was like, that's what makes it different. Like, yeah. because it's not even something that's focused on or talked about. It's just a relationship. It's just a relationship like anyone else would have. It's not like this, like yeah. no one in it is talking about how. It's not. It's not a character flaw. No, I think it's just not even an issue. It's just romance. It just is. Yeah, it just is. And I thought that was really cool yeah. because you you really there's yes. nothing out there like that. Anytime no. there is a same sex relationship in any sort of show or movie, it's like focused on as like a point of it's like an issue or like a conflict or like whatever yeah. you call that. Typically, they're overcoming all these obstacles and challenges to be together when. You know, that's not fair. Like, is love easy and perfect? No. No. But let's not let's not be homophobic and be like, oh well, it's gonna be terrible. If you <laughs> if you are gay, it's gonna be just the word. No. Well, and I'm not saying that like people don't have struggles. But that's anyone. Like if yeah. it that's any relationship. So when it highlights like gay relationships as like difficult, I'm I mean, yeah. And it it just doesn't even in Shit's Creek it's just, just so not good. a it's just not a thing. And they're even in this small town where yeah. you think it would like be a thing where it'd be like, oh no. 
No, it just is. I think that's what a I love. boy with a boy. Yeah, and it's that's, just. I, no, I'm trying to. It's remember a good show. It's such a good show. What exactly was said? But I mean, it was something along the lines of like, "This is what life could be like," and I'm like, "Yeah, where things just are. They just love are. is love, and like that's actually how it is in the show, and I appreciate that." And I need to finish it so I can sell oh, it's along just with so you. Great. I mean, the only reason I started watching it was because people were like, have you seen Shit's Creek? Because <laughs> you kind of remind me of, and I'd be like, what is this show? Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then I was like, I want to be Alexis. Uh, uh, I want to be, uh. I want to be David. <laughs> who did I get when I took it? When I, we took a quiz on who <gasps> we got were. David. You got David. I who got did David. I get? You got, didn't you? I got, what's his face? The vet. What's his name? And I was like, I was like, I see that. Oh my god! I wait, see that. What's his name? Ted. Ted. I was like, just very like go with the flow. Like, okay, he is so passionate, and I think that you have some. Like, I, I I like Ted a lot. And I'm like, I see that I kind of fall in with like Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Happy, optimistic, want to like. He's very athletic. Please, though. other I'm not people. Not the athletic person, but yeah, you know I'm that. a people pleaser. I like to make people around me happy. Yeah. You wanted to be a vet, didn't you? You wanted to live on a ranch. I wanted to do something with animals for a very long time, but now I have children, and I don't want anything to do with any animals. You know what? They're kind of like animals. They're like my nephew dog, Louie. <laughs> oh, we love you, Louie. Okay, so anyway, that's what made me cry. You know who Scott got when he took the quiz? What? He got the who mayor. I mean? Oh. <laughs> What's his name? Ram- he even said he was Ram- like, I'm going to get the mayor. I mean, if Scott were like most similar to someone, I think it would actually be. Because you wouldn't say he's like anyone else on the show. You really wouldn't. No, he's like a local. He's like the local yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Ray- isn't it? No. Don't tell me. Give me just the first letter. Well, I'm, I got to look it up. You got to bear with me. His last name, shit. Yeah, because you wouldn't say he's like Johnny or Moira or David. Oh, okay. Ro. Roland. Roland. Not Randy. Not Randall. I'm surprised I didn't get like Jocelyn though, because I could also see myself as a Jocelyn or like a Twyla. I see. I like see where you're coming from, but I think you are less of that supporting role. Okay. Now I want, okay, everyone take, take the, quiz the quiz and tell us what <laughs> we're going to put the link out there and then you tell us what you got. So I got David and I don't remember like what, why. You had to pick a wig. Oh. At one point. I got David and it said, you put on a front, but deep down you care about other people and you're not cold. Wait, let me, I'm going to pull it up. Sure, sometimes, like David, into- <laughs> you can come across as a little green and self-absorbed. But in reality, you have a huge heart and are always looking out for people's best interests above your own. And when you said that, I was like, well, yeah, like not in a way that like you're a cold person, but I feel like people have a hard time like breaking your... I put like, up walls. You don't like put up walls, but you are, you're you're just a very happy, lovely person. You don't like 
to be vulnerable with people. You just don't like that in general. You vulnerability? <laughs> no. No. You don't Show talk you about my true your... colors. You oh don't talk gosh. about your feelings though. So Oh, but they that. come out. They they come out of my eyeballs. Here's what it said about Ted for me. Much like Ted, you're someone who always has a positive outlook. You also take great pleasure in slowing down and enjoying the simple things in life. Slowing down. You mean naps, yes. Yes, yes I know. Oh, dude, I love naps, especially right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who doesn't? Okay. Pregnant. Okay, wait. Just give me two seconds because I'm trying to find well, when just, Scott got rolling. Oh, what does it say? Like, Let's see what it said, but I. You're a little creepy and <laughs> scare us a little bit, but overall, you're a good guy. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, well. Now I want to make Fee take it and see what Fee gets. What do you think Fee would get? Johnny. Yeah, probably Johnny. It's like you're a go getter and you'll do anything to keep your family together. <gasps> makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Things that made me cry. Thinking of Fee as Johnny. Is... Johnny eyebrows. Um, okay. What made, what made me you cry? cry? I Marco Polo'd you with this, but I don't remember what song it was. I think it was Yeah by Usher mm. was on. And I have That's this right. weird thing where like really good party songs like Yeah by Usher or Party Rock Anthem. I will be like singing along, having a good time in the car, and then I get emotional because I think about people dancing to them at like weddings and stuff. And having a good time. Good time. Everybody just have a good time. Party rocking you in the house. I like think about all the people who've you celebrated to those songs. Might miss people. And being in contact well, with Well, no, because this has been happening parties. for a while. I think when I first started birth control and I was like, wow, I'm weirdly emotional. It was like right before I got married, I would cry to songs like that then too. Commercials, yeah. Songs. So I'd be like, oh, people have fun to this song. So that happened this last week. I Marco Polo you. And I was like really emotional about it. Aww. I Marco Polo I, I, I remember like that. I was my like, lip quivering and being like. <laughs> but you also... Marco pulled me about something. Oh, a boy on crutches. You cried about it. was a little girl on crutches. A girl on crutches. Yeah, I was like, she's yeah. having an emotional time. I went like, to get... Yeah, I cry. And there was this girl and she had crutches. And I'm like, she's going to be all right. Yeah, I went and got my... I Every day Jonas has preschool, I go get a soda after I drop him off. And as we were pulling out, this like little girl was with her mom. It's like a reward. It's like a reward. So we're going with her mom and she was getting in the car and she had crutches and she was probably like 10 and I was like, oh. And then I felt for the mom because I was like expensive and also like your kids on crutches. Like that's hard. She's missing her childhood. She can't wear shoes or play at recess. She's going to have to sit out of she PE for like weeks. Yeah, that sounds miserable. Oh, oh. Funny. funny. And just like learning how to use them. Sounds awful. Okay. We took a long time on that. But. Wow. Lots of feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's, <clears throat> it's a, an emotional time during the holidays. Yeah. So let's get into this topic. So I'm getting curious what we're going to end up titling this episode. Because the original title was going to be, Why Does Everyone Have a Letterboard? But now, I feel like it might be different. Because first of all, why does everyone have a letterboard? Do you have a letterboard? Yes, not currently on the farm. <laughs> not currently with us. But yes, we have a letter board. We have a letter board. Everyone has a letter board. Um, Where else are you going to put your, your quotes? How else will you know what the holiday is? Or... 
Or how many days till you're going to have a baby or whatever it is. Um, So this is interesting because I have all these notes typed out from a couple weeks ago when we were going to record this and we ran out of time. But then Thanksgiving happened. So Thanksgiving was just a few days ago. It's Monday. Thanksgiving was on Thursday. And the whole week leading up to Thanksgiving, my social media feed was filled with gratitude posts, which made me focus on what I was grateful for in my life. And it was really cool to see the variety that was like the coolest thing for me was to see what people said they were thankful for um because i mean people had big things like thankful for their careers thankful for their families thankful for their homes and then some people had like small things like my mom posted about her soda that she likes her soda mix that she likes um but some of those like maybe more trivial things can still make a big difference, a you know. Huge like difference. A soda is a big, <clears throat> a little bit of caffeine, a little bubbly is a big blessing this in my cup life. It's like my favorite thing in the world right now. I love this cup. It keeps my water so cold. She's currently looking lovingly at her Stanley. My Stanley cup. I'm holding it. Not <laughs> to be confused with the Stanley cup. Like no the hockey no. trophy. That is, we are not hockey stars. Stanley camping gear. It is an influencer <sighs> object. <laughs> Well, but also a great cup. Apparently, it it's interesting because the Stanley Company has been around since 1913. They're camping gear. It's They're camping, camping gear. gear. Yeah, it's like for they the ha- wilderness. It, yeah, their stuff is for or like the hikers and campers and crazy things like that. And this cup got into the hand of influencers, and they posted about it, and I bought it. I waited for months for it to come back in stock. Worth the hype. Anyway. So what else? I thought a lot about how thankful I am for running water and my bathtub. I love taking baths all the time. Um, I saw someone post that they were thankful for their hearing aid. She said, everyone mumbles when I don't have it. And it's like modern medicine. Like that's something that's like really cool and remarkable. Our brother brother could likely be dead. Yeah. Our brother had to undergo massive surgery this past summer and... Like, modern medicine is incredible. I mean, yeah, we could have very easily have fewer members of our family. I think about Jonas. Jonas. David. David. Even mom. Like, I don't know if we would have been yeah, Well, birthed. yeah, because she, well, she got, yeah, we couldn't have probably been birthed. But then she also got Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever a few years ago. Like, that would have killed her. Straight up, that's not a fake. <laughs> Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever is for real. She got it she, from a tick. She caught that. And luckily, they figured it out. Anyway, so people were thinking about what they're grateful for. And it made me think about what I was grateful for. And then coming back to this topic was interesting because the whole point of the why does everyone have a letter board is how social media makes us feel like we are behind or we aren't doing what everyone else is doing or that like we like. Or that a letter board will make us happy, bring us joy. Yes. Yeah. And apply that to anything that yeah. you see on the internet. X will make me happy. X will bring me joy. Yes. X will help me feel fulfilled. No, no, no. X is just going to keep your water cold for a long, long time. It does make me feel but, fulfilled. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> Listen, your Stanley Cup is very cool. Um, yeah, I I think that's a big thing. That's well, especially thing. right now with it being the holiday season. And you know what? I appreciate influencers because a lot of times you get some good recommendations there. Like some things do live up to the hype. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, especially right now, and especially with this past weekend being Black Friday and Cyber Monday, it felt like 
so many things are being thrown at us and it can it can make you feel like, oh, I won't be fill in the blank until I have fill in the blank, right? Yeah. Yes. I didn't really look at any of the Black Friday deals or Cyber Monday deals. I knew what I was looking for over the weekend. So I, just, I, I just don't. I, I mean, like, we had to buy appliances and furniture. So, like, there are some things we took advantage of. But there are so many things where it's like, oh, my gosh, 50% off. I should probably, like, buy a new wardrobe. But I, if you don't know about it, you can't miss it. Well, it's like ignorance it. is bliss. So if you just don't dabble in it, then it's like, meh. Well, that's just it. Yeah. You don't feel that pressure to... Buy a whole new wardrobe. Buy a hat. I bought a sweater. Oh my gosh. After telling myself. You got influenced. I will wear that all the time. <gasps> it's really cute though. <laughs> I really, I, I like that sweater. Good I like it you. a lot. I, I slept on it too. And I told myself, I will wear that all the time. I know I will. I know I will wear it all the time. Actually, so this is a little bit off topic, but it, it applies to like purchasing things. Um, My sister-in-law, what's up Kylie? Uh, she mentioned this that she writes down things that she wants so if she happens to like be influenced by someone she'll write down whatever it is and at the end of the month she gets to treat herself and purchase one of the things on her list and it gives her time i was like that's all like you need to put this somewhere the kylie method should live on so then she gets to reward herself she gets to really think like okay which one of these do I want? And you're not like indulging every single time. It's not like, oh, I like that purchase. Oh, I like that purchase. Oh, I like that purchase. And then here's the best part. Come Christmas or birthday or whatever day, you have a list of things that you want. That piqued your interest at least at one point. At least one. And, and you it might change. Yeah. Take things off the list and say, you know what? No, I'm glad I slept on that because I don't want it anymore. Um, but I was like, that's brilliant. That's brilliant because... People are like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I'm sure I wanted something at one point. (laughs) (laughs) I could have a brush. I just, I, sports bras. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to work out. I do need them. Socks and sports bras. Scott ordered, Scott uses my Amazon account and he ordered my Christmas presents today. And I get an email. Did you see them? Every time. Yes. And I called him in the room and I was like, babe, I get an email when you order. And he was like, did it say what I got? And I was like, yeah, it said what you got. And it said you shipped them to your mom's house. Like I can still see them. I still this know is my coming. Amazon. Like <laughs> Merry Christmas. I was Merry like, you should have used someone else's. He was like, we'll just be surprised. Uh, anyway. That's like when Fee was trying to be so sneaky ordering my presents, and he did a great job. This was a few years ago, but my new hair dryer was shipped to our home and he was like don't open any packages and, and i was like no box this is i know what this is there's a giant picture on the outside of the box that's the worst and i was like that's so stupid anyway um, fail. well so it was interesting after this last week because i knew that i genuinely felt happier thinking about what was so awesome about the life that i have right now the life that i'm living the life that I have, the things that I have, like, and it it made me so happy. And I know I'm not the only one who felt that way after thinking about what you're grateful for. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's been proven that, like, gratitude can, like, help you feel more joy. 1,000%. 
Yeah. Like you have to appreciate what you have. The happiest people do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also understand like all the other little things are just like so frivolous. Like they come and they go. Trends are going to change. You're not going to love your letterboard forever. And your rug is probably going to go out of style, but like your family's forever and your body is like for your whole life while you're here. And yeah, appreciate the things that really matter Yeah, because all the other things are just extra. It's just like extra fluff. They truly are. Um, And I think they can make your life maybe a little bit easier or better. Oh, totally. But they don't. And like, there, I think there are material things that can, like, bring you joy. Like, the soda. Like, yeah. I love soda. It makes me happy. There are <clears> things <throat> that can definitely make you happy. Candy makes me happy. Our cousin actually mentioned that. That um, Did you see Lindsay's post? About how Probably. she felt conflicted about appreciating, um, quote, worldly things. But she really has a passion for design and like these fine things. And I think there's a lot of beauty in that. Like there's beauty in art and there's beauty in interior design. There's beauty in fashion, right? And all of that I think can enhance your life and bring joy. But not if you're just obsessive. If you're like, I need all designer things only and I can't tolerate anything else. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. It's like there's this fine line between... Being grateful for what you have, like showing gratitude for what you have, and appreciating like the things that you love and knowing that's what you love, and yeah, and being obsessive. And especially, I know that there's so many people who follow these influencers. And again, I, there's nothing like I love influencers. Like I said, I I have been an influencer for a few brands that I love, like the Bloody Buddy Cup. If you're not using a Bloody Buddy Cup yet, okay, but that's life changing. <laughs> Caught up on it, guys. Um, but like, yeah. So like these influencers, I know that they work hard and they put out a lot of content. But even they will say like this is like not everything I share is for everyone. And if you are following someone who is like you need everything that I share, everything all the time, they're the worst. Just That's kidding. a little toxic. That mentality just doesn't seem. But I mean, there's wonderful people out there that I really enjoy following who test things and they'll share things and their real opinions, and that's great. But. Yeah, don't obsess over it. Um, So this was an interesting quote I saw. Um, We all know the comparison is the thief of joy um, quote. But then Ayanla Van Zant said, comparison is an act of violence against the self. Ooh. And I thought, I was like, that's that's intense. Like an act of violence against like myself. Like that's intense. Um, Because when you think of like, a letter board, you don't think of being like, oh, I need that, I want that, everyone everyone else has one, I want one really bad. And think of that as like an act of violence against yourself. But if you're constantly longing for all of the things that you don't have, that's really going to affect your mental health, your life, your joy, your it's, social it, interactions. It's going to completely like diminish the present, right? If you have destination happiness, if it's that, mm-hmm. like, I'll be happy when yep. I have a letter board. I'll be happy when I have a My special Stanley Cup. Yeah. When I win the Stanley Cup, I'll be happy. <laughs> then you're giving up right now. Right now is happening. You could be happy right now. Yeah, Even and without like, whatever it is. Make the most 
of it. And if you're not, if you're not looking at your life right now and thinking about what you're grateful for, even if you're in like a really crappy situation and it's hard, like, like, trust me, like we've been there. We've been in situations where it's like, Hey, it's hard to think about what I'm thankful for right now because I don't feel happy. Just like one thing. That was something that was really interesting for me to learn about um, Elizabeth Smart from reading her book is that every single night, if you don't know who Elizabeth Smart is, probably you should, but she got kidnapped back in like 2000, yeah, maybe, and she was missing for nine months and they found her and now she, like she's married. She's, she's a big children. advocate for um, like sexual assault victims yeah. and kind of recovery yeah she's an advocate well and here's what's crazy is in and in her book she talks about every night she would lay there and think about what she was thankful for and sometimes it was i'm thankful i only got raped once today like so i feel like what yeah like that's intense and that's very intense i feel like we should acknowledge that we're coming from a place (laughs) of extreme privilege 100 percent. where our lives have been so easy yeah, so easy. Like, of course, that's relative, but like, we have not gone through big losses. Like, we've—I feel like we've had very stable, secure, good lives. Yeah, we've never had to wonder where our next meal was coming from. We've never no. had to wonder if we'd have a home over our heads. Yeah, we—we've always been very privileged. So it, it's quite easy for us to say, like, oh, there's. Oh, there's something to be grateful for. But I truly believe, even for people with less privilege, that there's there's always something to be grateful for and that true joy and happiness comes from that gratitude, not from having all these things, having so many things, you know? It makes me think of the movie Pursuit of Happiness when oh, yeah. he like plays pretend with his little boy when they're going to spend the night in a subway station because they have nowhere to sleep. And it's like... Sometimes you're not even like you're you might not be thankful for what you have right now and you realize like it's crappy, but you've got to protect those around you. Yeah. Um by kind of putting up that front and like teaching them that like, look, at least we are together. Yeah. At least we are whatever, you know, fill in the blank. I'm grateful we have each other and yeah. let's appreciate each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that heavy. Movie makes me cry. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And like Elizabeth Smart's circumstance, like reading that was, that's awful to hear. That's awful. That's like a terrible thing to be thankful for. But like, she still knew that like focusing on the good will help your mental state. Yeah. Well, and there's power there. Like there's, there's real power to being grateful and optimism. Like there just is, it's, I don't know, some kind of energy, like Good vibes are real, period. So if you focus on the negative, if you're a pessimist and you just think like, ugh, I wish things were different. I wish this. I wish that. I, I, there's, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. I don't oh. think that helps you advance at all or grow or progress, you know? It doesn't. It I don't know the science there wishing there. that you had. I don't know the science, but there's, there's something it makes you sit there wishing that you had what everyone else had. And then maybe one day you get there and realize, like, shoot, this man. isn't what I wanted. Like, yeah. well, what's interesting to me is that, like, sometimes I feel like 
sometimes for me personally, I have these moments where I'm like, am I doing everything that I wanted to do with my life? Excuse me. Am I doing everything that I wanted to do with my life? Am I doing what I always wanted to do? And I look back at like 15 year old Jesse. And if she knew that she had gone to BYU, which was her dream school, that she had graduated elementary education, that she was married, that she had two little boys. She always, I always wanted only boys. Like I would lose my mind. Like I have everything I wanted. I have everything I wanted. And that's like so incredible for me. And so I, even I, with this like incredible life, have to remind myself that like, I have everything I dreamed of my entire life. I'm sitting on it right now. You didn't dream of the letter board. You didn't dream of the Stanley Cup. You didn't dream of the sweater, right? No, like, I didn't dream of the material things. No, all of the, that's I, just extra fun stuff. You dreamt of like the things that matter. Yeah. The things that count. <gasps> wow. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you remember the story mom shared about David and the dandelion? Remind me. Tell the story. Okay. Tell me the so, story. Once upon a time... Um, our mom, she had four kids in four years. So lots of little kids at home. And she, uh, we were living in California at the time. And so I don't know if you were born yet, actually. You may have. Anyway, so we went on a walk, uh, as you know, you often do with little kids, just get out of the house and they, did not have a whole lot of money to spend at the time. Um, kids are expensive. We live in California. California is expensive. Yeah. I think mom and dad might have been sharing a car. So it might have been like a one car family sort of situation. Anyway, they did not have everything that they wanted. But uh, they were. we were on this walk and mom told David about how you can blow dandelions and make wishes and he asked mom what like what do you wish for and she realized in that moment she had everything everything she ever wanted she had a loving husband she had kids she had um you know her faith degree she had food and a healthy body you know she realized in that moment there's nothing that she wished for. All of her dreams had come true or were coming true. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it was it was just like a fleeting moment. And David didn't mean like, do all of, you know. I think he was asking like, will it make our wishes come true? Like, do we get, if I make this wish, will I get it? I can't like remember exactly. But she shared that like in that moment, she just felt this like, I have everything I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And I'm the luckiest you know, girl in the world. And I think those moments are what matter, knowing we have everything we need for happiness. Well, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a part of manifesting too, where it's like, I, like, I have everything I need. Like, and just like repeated, I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my body. Thankful for, like, what, like, and it's just those things where if you consistently have this thought process, it brings you more joy. Um, someone who I know on the internet, on Facebook, she had posted that her friend or coworker or someone had an alarm that went off three times a day. And every time it went off, 
she would think of something she was thankful for. Three times a day. I love that. And so this girl that I knew, I knew her at BYU, she started doing that about a year ago. And she was like, I can prompt. Like, it has been one of the most life-changing exercises I have done is just three times a day she stops. The alarm goes off. She thinks of something she's thankful for. Sometimes I'm thankful for when my kids go to sleep. Yeah. Nap time. Heck yeah. Sometimes I'm thankful for when I get to go to sleep. Like, sometimes I'm thankful thankful for a new day and fresh starts. Like, there's there's so much to be thankful for. Fresh air. Snow. Rain. Sun. Clouds. Mountains. Even even this, like, things that don't seem like a great thing sometimes turn out to be for a benefit. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I remember being in California during a drought and we must have been visiting for a while because I heard a lot of prayers while we were there. And I remember every prayer was praying for rain. rain. <laughs> every single prayer we heard so it was praying for rain. And it's interesting because rain might ruin someone's beach day or yeah. might ruin someone's plans to go to the park. But yeah. like... It's blessing someone else's life. Oh, for sure. Someone who needs that rain for their livestock or their yeah crops or whatever. Or it's like, it's interesting to just. That's I, I'm not a snow person. I, I just don't love it. And I have learned how important snow is to like Utah's survival because oh, yeah. we rely on the runoff. Like yeah. we are in a desert. Hi, oopsie. We settled in a desert. And now we have to have the snow come down into our reservoir so that we can live and have water. So, like, if I want my tap to turn on, like, like you got to have the snow. So I'm kind of the snow. Well, and even with that where I'm like, I hate that it's snowing. I'm not going to go out in it. But, like, cool for everyone who's stoked cool today. Cool for all the skiers. All the skiers are so having, Yeah, they're having such a good day. Like, the resorts are doing great today. And this like, is going to be wonderful, all, like, wonderful for all summer. <laughs> We're going to have our water. Yeah. We can all water our lawns. Come. Utah summers make it so worth the snow. But anyway, so the message. Why does everyone have a letter board? I don't know. But (laughs) quit focusing on Sally's letter board and think about what you have and what you can be grateful for. And I'm not saying you don't need to buy anything ever or like you don't need like. You you know. I hope you get where we're coming from. That true fulfillment doesn't come from Instagram. It's true. Or social media in general. And if you didn't have it, if you didn't have the ability to look into other people's lives all the time, imagine what your life would be like. Oh, boring. But like, pretty fun too. <laughs> well, you'd be focused on what you were doing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be sitting there looking at beautiful people who have beautiful things all the time wishing you did too. Yeah, I but also, what would I do with all my free time? You know, read books, color, play with your kids. Oh. <laughs> Jonas asked me to play with him so many times yesterday. I kept making the characters die. They were getting car crashes. Oh, they're taking a nap. We all have to go we're to done. sleep. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Mom of the year here. <sighs> that's just, you know what? You're playing. You're playing. Well, that's just Maybe it. Not like, his way, but you're playing. <laughs> I'm thankful for, it's interesting, if you ask Jonas what he's thankful for, he'll say, myself. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the first things he'll say. Myself, that's right. That's he'll what say he myself, which I, I didn't teach him that. I didn't teach him to be thankful for himself, but he will say himself 
He will. And it's interesting because it makes me think about like, I'm thankful for myself. I'm thankful for who I am as a mother. I'm thankful for who I am as a friend, as a person. Like I'm thankful for my life. Do I want to improve in like areas of my life? But even more than that, like for you, like you, your, your positivity, your passion, your faith, your energy, like you. Yeah. I'm thankful for myself. I'm thankful for myself most. I mean, most days. Thanks. Yeah, I love that when Jonah said it. He said it so confidently, too. And then he was like, what are you thankful for? <laughs> I was like, uh... Mm. This food ring? <laughs> Potatoes? Um, but yeah, so... I don't know. I guess the message of today is that... Comparison is a disservice to yourself. And wishing you constantly had something or were something... Whatever isn't going, I promise you, you won't be happy when you get there. You won't be happy when you get the thing. Like you have to find happiness right now. Because if you can't be happy on your own, then how will you ever be happy with somebody or something else? (laughs) Who is that again? Mansions? Mansions. Mansions. Shout out to Mansions. Jen brought their CD home one time and we listened to it for an entire right. summer. <laughs> oh man, it wasn't even like a CD. What was it? Like, it was like an EP. EP. <laughs> but that, that message was good. Yeah. If you can't be happy on your own, then how are you ever going to be happy? With somebody else. With somebody else. Or that's about a relationship. Else. But yeah, or something else or some, or somewhere else. Or It applies to everything. Happiness is not somewhere you go, something you buy, someone you're with. It's within you. Yep. And I'm not saying inside. a beach vacation isn't going to bring you joy. That's not what I'm saying. Because sometimes I'm really happy at the beach. But I also am cool with like where I'm at all the time. I don't want to really live at the beach. I love where I live. And I'm happy that I live where I live. Like Jen living on her farm right now. You know, if you can find happiness <laughs> on a farm in Mapleton, <laughs> you can find it anywhere. Well, no, it's true. I think that was something I learned at my first townhouse in Spanish Fork, where I was like, Kate, this is temporary, and <laughs> I will start my real life when we move. Like, this is just, like, what we're doing right now, and then when we leave, like, that's when I, like, really, like, not, I don't want to say live, but, like, that's kind of... Decorate, settle, yeah, move like, in, whatever it we is. We had boxes that weren't unpacked because I was like, well, this is just temporary, so I'll just, like, do this makeshift house. That's that's your life. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's two years. Maybe it's three years. But that's your life happening right now. Right then. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to, like, be connected to people because I was like, oh, well, it's just temporary. That Those are... That's a year of people. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta let those walls down. I guess I gotta be vulnerable. <laughs> but, you gotta yeah. live right now. It's happening right this Ooh, so there's this book, and it actually turned into a movie, but I read the book first. It's called It's Kind of a Funny Story by Ned Vizzini, and the very, it's about this boy who goes, and he he checks himself into a psych ward, because he says he's suicidal, and the very last page is the coolest page of any book I've ever read, to this day. What is it? Well, the movie echoes it really well, but it's basically just about, like... Run, walk, laugh, kiss, cry. Like, it just lists, like, go do all these, like, and then it ends with, like, live. Like, go 
live, like go live right now. And I just remember reading that and being like, yes. And what happened? I checked the book out from the library and someone had doodled all over that page and like really cool doodles. And it just like, I'll never forget. I was a junior or a senior, maybe I was in high school and reading that and being like, yeah, yeah, live. <laughs> yeah. Getting hyped on it. Um, but it's true. Like yeah. right now. Well, also, so here's another movie quote that I loved. It left me being like, yeah. yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Ugh. The last quote says, let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. And I like that because you can be grateful for, you can find anything. Even if beauty and terror, even when the bad things are happening, it's not final. It's not over yet. Just keep going. Let, like, keep living. Yeah. And that's, and that's let hard. everything happen to that's you. That's hard to face. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. When like something terrible is happening to you, it's hard to be like, we're going to get through this. Cause like, it, and sometimes someone saying that to you is the last thing you want to hear quite yeah. frankly, where it's yeah. like, shut up. I need to, I need to sit here for just like a second. Yeah. So yeah, letting that happen to you, but then remembering that no, yeah, no feeling no is final. No feeling is final. Jojo Rabbit is such a, okay. So here are movie recommendations based on this topic today. Jojo Rabbit. It's kind of a funny story. And Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Oh, this is a series. Yeah. I I mean... Oh, also, um, Pursuit of Happiness. That oh, also. Pursuit of Happiness. So if you're looking for movies to help you just feel a little bit of gratitude... About where you are, your circumstances. Well, yeah. But Jojo Rabbit is a sad and good one, though. Oh, it's heavy, but hilarious. And also, yeah. <sighs> so good. Oh, man. It made it... It came out last year. It made it in my top ten. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Okay, let's wrap up. It's been 41 minutes. Okay, so to conclude, you don't need a letter board. It won't make you happy. It might, but not all the way. It'll be also happy versus joy. joy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, live your life. Find find your joy. Find your joy. It's there. Be grateful for what you have. Be joyful for what you have. Oh, joy from inside out. Yeah. She's joyful. Joy. Even when things got really bad, she kept trying to be joyful as possible. But what's important to note is you need all the feelings. You need all of them. Yeah. You can't have joy without sad. Oh. They, they coincide. There's yeah. both, right? Yeah. That's a hard one to face, too, especially when you're in... That's a, a whole different <laughs> pro- podcast. Yeah. yeah. Podcast. We'll talk about that another day. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Love you so much. We'll be back next week. Um, with who knows what. Yeah, we actually don't have a plan. I don't think we're actually... Tell us what you want to hear. <laughs> no, what um, should we talk about? What, what will we be experts? Exports? We're, having we're not experts problems. at anything. We're just trying our best. Yeah, man. And I hope you guys continue to try your best. And leave us a review if you want. If you want. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.